Hi, and welcome to Wild and Wook Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. And I'm Susan. Every Thursday, we talk true crime, conspiracies, paranormal phenomena, and everything weird or unexplained. you that <laughs> how how high are you ah like medium high <laughs> okay what are you talking about before we okay. even do anything well, okay so I'm talking about the rabbit hole that continues into the mission Michigan triangle okay cool ah uh, this it's I think it's like another little trail. (laughs) What the fuck? That's why I have such a hard time talking about. I don't even know if you can call them conspiracy conspiracy theories anymore. It's just like weird topics that you don't know a lot about. And so many things are lumped into the whole idea of there being a Michigan Triangle. Which makes sense, kind of, but then on the other hand, it's like, okay, but just because it's all unexplained, I don't know. It's hard to, I don't know. Well, hold on. What are you talking about? I'm going to talk about the love has one cult. Oh, I kind of want you to go first. I can totally go first. So, I, do you want me to go first? Yes, I think, okay. yes, I'm I'm excited to hear about this, and I don't even, <laughs> I kind of want you to get through yours so that I can decide how much of it I want to get into based oh, on how yes. far, how long it are, because it's like, there's so many things that could go on forever, so I'm going to That's a good idea. Pare it down a little bit without completely losing track of the fact that it's a mess. Okay, so I first heard about Love is One on Facebook, I believe, someone in, um, I think it was I'm High and This is True Crime, posted, um, like, an article talking about them. I was like, well, this is weird, like, a modern-day cult. I didn't even think that was a thing, because usually when you think about cults now, it has to do with, like, religion, right? Yeah, usually. Well, I haven't really heard of any that aren't about religion recently, I mean, so, arguably, they're all eventually about religion, but I mean, some of the 60s yeah. cults kind of started off as just like the peace, love, whatever. And that's Maybe. what this one was supposed to start off as. And you're right, it did turn, I'm going to put air quotes here, religious. It was more of like a spiritual awakening cult. Amy Carlson, who is or was the leader, she's 44. So she was previously a manager at McDonald's. She started heavily partaking in drugs and alcohol. She walked out of her marriage, um, which was her third marriage, and she left behind, I believe, two children with that marriage. She lived in a suburb of Dallas, Texas called Rowlett. Does that sound familiar? Rowlett. Rowlett, yeah. Um, We pronounce everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
she is quoted saying she walked out of my I walked out of my third marriage and job at McDonald's to save humanity. And that's when I was just like, all right, I've heard enough. <laughs> I just feel like maybe she meant save the people that I'm ultimately going to kill if I continue raising children and be married to this man and work at McDonald's. She's a fucking character. So with this cult, they do lives every day, like Facebook lives. And they're okay. hours, they're hours long. Um, but there are so like, many people. Like anybody can just log in and watch them? Yeah, anybody can log in and watch them. Now, let me go ahead and, That's like, fascinating. say up front, Amy has passed away. She passed away a few weeks ago. Um, Read about that. Yeah, so she passed away a few weeks ago. Her cult um, had been in Hawaii, and they were actually kicked out of Hawaii off the island in 2020. You can get kicked out of a whole state? <laughs> yeah, you can get kicked out of a whole state, yeah. So Damn. they were... I think, like, people petitioned and, like, rioted to get them off of the island. And this was in 2020. And since then, they've been in um, Colorado. Yeah, they've been in Colorado. So this is where she passed away. But they had kept her corpse after she died. They were lying about her death. And so when authorities found Amy, she was mummified. Or not mummified. I guess kind of. That's what I read, mummified. Yeah, mummified. Um, They had gouged, they had taken her eyes out, wrapped her in, I believe, let me see what's, I knew, I know Christmas lights. What? Okay, a sleeping bag that was wrapped in Christmas lights. Her face was covered in glitter and her eyes were missing. Almost like the cult was making some kind of like shrine shrine for Amy because they worshipped her to to them Amy was their god I have a question yeah were the lights plugged in I don't know like I need to know was she just lit up and like glittery with no I don't know because that's a really good question I just feel like this is what happens if you allow like a six-year-old to mummify someone facts like add glitter wrapping christmas like that just feels like a very like first grader i I really need to know if she was lit up or if it was just like just like christmas that's a really that's a really good question but i cannot answer that were they they white lights were they on twinkle i'm sorry go ahead okay I'm trying to go back to talk about Amy a little bit, um, but really there was nothing super exciting about her life before other than she worked at McDonald's and she was married and had kids. But she, when she was around 30 years old, she started reading a lot of like new age philosophy books. And I think she was, it was like a mix of things. Like she was in heavy into drugs and heavy into alcohol. And she was all through her time as the cult leader which I think ultimately led to her death. But she was also, I believe, going through some kind of mental breakdown because she started to referring she started referring to herself as Mother God, saying she had reincarnated hundreds and hundreds of times um, as Robin Williams, as other notable people that I'll list in a little bit. And people believed her, believed her enough to follow her state to state, Florida to California, then to Hawaii and Colorado. It's mainly young people. We have got to find somebody from this cult to interview. 
but they're so so there are a few that have like escaped and um they I'll get into that there are a few okay, that have sorry. escaped no it's okay it's okay um but the ones who are in it if you watch their lives they're in it and it's not it's not it's really scary actually because I feel like Amy even though she was going through all like this potential mental breakdown and all her drugs and alcohol, I feel like she's a master manipulator and she knows, I mean, you have to be, I guess, to be a cult leader, but she would sleep deprive them. They would get four hours of sleep, wake up and do hard manual labor around their property. Um, They were forced to do these lives. They're forced to do a lot of mostly everything they do. They're forced to do all while being sleep deprived. Um, One thing I did see that's kind of troubling, so I'll say a trigger warning for, like, child abuse and um, animal abuse. On Dr. Phil, they interviewed her family, who's who really wanted her back and didn't know, like, what was happening. So they went on Dr. Phil, and they video chatted with Amy on and the cult, and they showed clips from their lives of them shaking cats, like shaking them and I will like, shake that bitch until she wishes she's yeah Sorry. I couldn't so I'm gonna be honest I am I cannot I can't even watch Land Before Time you guys <laughs> oh look same yeah Bambi You're, no fucking way so I couldn't watch the full video of what they were doing to the cat but I heard it and are it was you aware of the website does the dog die.com <sighs> no but you're about to save me so many tears <laughs> Does the dog die.com. I you kid you it. not. Multiple times I have paused things and consulted this website <laughs> before I care. Because it's like, look, if something's going to happen to this animal that just made an appearance, I'm turning this off now. We're not going further. <laughs> it's so good. And y'all, just as since I brought it up, it doesn't just talk about animal issues it actually lists like it has a whole huge long list of different things that might be upsetting or triggering to people so if you go on their website and search a tv show movie whatever like it tells you ever like some people are really freaked out of some like anything that happens to somebody's eyes yeah. that's listed wow. like it is a great <laughs> so that it's is genuinely life-changing um i watched a series not too long ago that this little orange kitten which y'all know Julius was orange he passed away almost a year ago this little orange kitten shows up and I'm like mm, pause I need to know right now if anything's gonna happen to this cat <laughs> that's why I couldn't watch what was that movie don't uh documentary don't fuck with cats oh yeah no some like Within a week of that coming out, I got messages from, like, a dozen people going, don't watch that. Whatever you do, don't watch it. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. So, no. um, thank you for that website. If I'll, if I'll remember, I'll link it, but don't. What's, what's it called again? Doesthedogdie.com. Okay, that's pretty easy. Um, so, yes. So, she was on Dr. Phil, and they showed clips of mm-hmm. them abusing animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe they showed the whole clip on TV. And then they, you know, some people spanking a child and belittling children is normal to some people, right? Like, they claim that's not abuse. But, I mean, they're wrong. 
They're right. wrong. Yeah. Um. So what they did with this two-year-old was they were he was crying. He's two in the living room and mother God got up in his face, which is probably terrifying. Cause I mean, she is terrifying. You should look up a picture of her, Susan. I, I saw her when the, when the news came yes. out about them looking for her body and I yeah. was like, Ugh. Hmm. and he was yelling at him and you just can't do that to two year olds because they don't understand. And oh. then they locked him in a dark closet. That is abuse. Abuse. People were sticking up for her saying that, like, that's the only way he'll learn. Like, no, he's two. It's called gentle parenting. (laughs) Well, that and he's two. Like, I mean, I know that some people don't understand and don't or or maybe just have a different opinion about how to deal with toddlers. But, like, he's two. Mm -hmm. Two Two-year-olds just don't have the cognitive ability to process that and, like learn anything from it it's so sad I saw a lot of like I mean I work in childcare, so I see a lot the family I have now is amazing but working in the preschool you would just see like it fucks kids up I've always told people if you ha- if you feel you have to spank your child which you shouldn't because I think it's abuse at least wait till they're like fucking school age when they have some kind of even then, they don't have the understanding of what, why you're hitting them. Anyway, I could go off on a tangent about this. Yeah, I could don't too. Hit your kids. Given that neither, I mean, you work in childcare, but you know, I I know people get people like immediately get defensive about that stuff, and it's like, look, it's okay to learn that something was wrong that you didn't know was wrong before. Exactly. It's like, called you growing. Genuinely didn't know. I mean, it's okay to learn that. Hey, you know what? I maybe didn't do that the way that I would do it if I had to do it over again. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Tangent. But still, a two, locking a two-year-old in a closet yeah. is definitely child abuse. And then they tried to ask her why she did it. Like, why? It's like asking. You just can't. You can't ask a person like that why they did something because they're always going to have a reason. It's always going to be for the greater good. In their eyes. And that's what she did. She was like, well, that's the only way he'll learn. And he'll thank me one day and blah, blah, blah. So I just read. Because I told you she thought she had reincarnated, right? Right. Okay, so it says she she proclaimed she was a divine being from 19 billion years ago. Oh, she was 19 billion years old. She birthed all of creation. So basically saying she's God. She also claimed she'd reincarnated 534 times, and the people she had reincarnated as included... Are you ready for this? Yeah, I have questions already, but go. let's, let's, go, let's hit the list first. Jesus, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra, like I said, um, Robin Williams. So just famous people, then. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and she claimed that she was leading people into the fifth fifth dimension. Okay, but so the reincarnating thing, I'm troubled by Robin Williams more than anything. Although I was trying to do the math on Marilyn Monroe, she would she would have been born in in her most recent incarnation, I guess, mm-hmm. after Marilyn Monroe died. So that one's okay, but like. You can't reincarnate as somebody who was alive when you were alive. So she called it reincarnation. But when they would do these lives, 
Robin Williams would come out through her. So she's channeling. Right. She says, so she's just, she's, there's a lot happening in her mind. She's what? None of it's right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, where was I? She was reincarnating only as very famous people. Okay, yeah. So, when she says she's going to lead people into the fifth dimension, you're probably just as aware as I am about all the spiritual awakenings happening right now. Well, it's the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Right. And there's a lot of shit going down. I mean, aliens and all things we could talk about. So, of course, and it's, it's young people. It's gen late or I mean early gen z and like millennials those are the people following her those are the people uprooting their lives because they are in they're looking for that spiritual awakening and amy's promising it so wait late late millennials early gen z yes like older gen z younger Younger millennials yeah um but one thing i don't understand and they're a cult, so I, of course I'm never going to understand it. They are promising this spiritual awakening and eventual, eventually will be led into the fifth dimension. But their whole cult is based around Q, QAnon and conspiracy theories. Right. Susan has her hands over her face. I just can't it's with confused. QAnon. Like, it's just the worst Fucking example of how propaganda works. Yep. Although, I will say this. This cult is a great fucking example as to why is that, like, oh, well, what's the problem if people believe something different? Because you can lose your entire fucking being by just going completely into these fucking ridiculous rabbit holes. Yeah. Like, not the fun ones, the crazy ones. It's really, it's really messed up. Um, so not only does she have these 10 to 20 members that live with and around her, basically in the same house or compound, she also has had multiple romantic partners, and each one of those partners she is referred to as Father God, who is her counterpart, and it's been different men, and they've basically done the same thing as Amy. They've reincarnated as these famous people, um, and they find each other in each life, but it's different men. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> None of this she, makes sense. She's done, like, the worst job of justifying all this of any cult leader ever, and yet she still has a following. Right, but she doesn't have to because these people are just, like, blindly following her. So right. I'm going to talk, talk about the people a little bit. So, like I said, there's 12 to 20 at different times. Some people – and let me, like, backtrack. They're finding her through these YouTube lives. YouTube lives, Facebook lives, they're going on there for hours at a time, um, doing spiritual, spiritually led, like, bullshit, um, kind, trying to, like, recruit members, they're trying to get donations, um, they sell vitamin supplements and new age products, but the biggest thing that they do, and a- only Amy can do it, they can... I don't even know how to explain this. 
Amy says that she can perform surgery on somebody without being there. Spiritual without surgery. spiritual surgery or, or etheric surgery is what this is saying. It costs eighty-eight dollars per session, per session, and she claims she can oh, remove. Wow. It's actually kind of a bargain. Kind of a bargain, yeah. She claims she can remove negative energy from the body. So hold on, before we talk about that, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I had Sonic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, can we like? Can I call you back? Yeah. And we'll just like. Okay. Thank you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Okay. Okay, where were we? Like, I shouldn't be able to eat chili cheese tater tots, and yet I can. That's what I had tonight. I mean, at least they were delicious. They were so good. Oh they God. are so good. Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about Father God, right? Yeah, Father's God. Father God? Father of God. Father God? I think it's like Mother God, Father God. Yeah, I think she, I know that she called herself Mother God, so it Mm -hmm. would make sense. Although, I'm judging her a little bit for, like, handing somebody that much power. Right, I know. I think they were all her lovers. Ew, I feel so gross saying that word. (laughs) (laughs) So, the most recent one, and he had been in that position for quite a while. His name is Jason Castillo. Of course, he has a long Christian history of criminal activity including child neglect breaking and entering and drunk driving so just a real god-like human i'm gonna guess he's younger than her uh he was i think i doesn't have his age on here i think he was close to her age he was graying a little bit and she was 44 so he was either close to her age or older i mean she started a cult and she didn't even decide she was gonna have like a harem of young lovers so I think and I read a like a short blurb in an article about this but it didn't go into details but I think there was some like communal sex happening because you can't ha- be around you can't have a cult without communal sex <laughs> exactly um what would but, even be the point <laughs> <laughs> what would even be the point so Okay, I'm going to I'm going to read a blurb from their official website which unfortunately has been taken down. I was going to kind of like look at my notes and then go to the website every now and then and reference it. So my notes are a little all over the place. <laughs> so, this is from the website. For quite some time, you've been praying that I come back to help you. Because of that, I decided I had enough of the dark forces kidnapping my planet and my children. So here I am in the flesh. I was born on November 30th, 1975 in Kansas, USA. This is my 534th reincarnation and my quest to recover my beloved planet, the center of the universe and the first planet I created. They tried to assassinate me 589 times this lifetime, but love has won. I love you. I've done my part and now you have to get a move on because you wasted enough eons thinking you had life under the manipulation of the cabal who who used you like cattle. Get a move on because this planet is ascending and you need to reconnect with prime source creator, me. 
so that you can ignite your light bodies and and can protect you again. You are either with me or against me. The experiment of free will has been declared a failure. It is (laughs) void. Everything exists under divine will once more. Thank God. LOL. LOL. <laughs> it's the LOL for me. Okay, but here's the thing. If free will no longer exists, then you you don't have to choose with her or against her. Like, you don't have choices anymore. Don't try and break down that statement because it's all over the place. No, you're and right. She LOL. does it. LOL. <laughs> So that's what she wrote on her official website, which was actually pretty in-depth and had, I can't reference it now, um, but it had basically every member's picture and what their job was and who they, what their um, fifth dimension name was, which was like some kind of like planetary name. I will say she had it together on her website. (laughs) I'll give her that. So, do we know why it was taken down? So, they've changed their name. This is according to their Wikipedia site, which I just found. Um, Because of her death, they... And they were all... They had all been arrested. um, Because they were basically tampering with a deceased human body. So, they were charged with child abuse because the presence of two children were on the property with the body. Just fucking idiots. So they took down their Facebook page and they made a new one and it's called 5D Full Disclosure. It's not the Love Has One anymore. They also still have their YouTube but have changed that name. And it just says lovehasone.org was taken offline. There's really no details about it. But I'm assuming it's because they don't want to be attached to that anymore, but they still want to do their crazy cult shit. But. Okay. You're right. There's no point trying to make sense of it. Let me double check really quick. Love has one dot org. Uh, yeah, it's not up. So didn't they say they were all gonna kill themselves if she died? Like she couldn't die because they thought that she was God, but if she did die, that they were gonna like take it personally and all commit suicide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. There was word of that. I don't obviously it didn't happen. Yeah. They just the kept commitment, her the commitment there is kind of LOL. Yeah. <laughs> so I read an article that said so in September of 2020, Amy her health started to decline. She said she had cancer. She was paralyzed from the waist down. And just remember this whole time from her job at McDonald's until her death, she was a heavy drinker. Like they said she could put back bottles of alcohol in a day, like heavy drinker. And that's when she would go on her YouTube lives and just like talk this crazy shit. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, so she was paralyzed from the waist down, which I'm sure had a lot to do with the drugs and the drinking. And she had asked for medical care, and they declined it. They told her no, that she was like Mother God, and she didn't need – they would perform surgeries on her and take the negative energy out, and they were giving her – Nope, 
you said we could just take negative energy out of you, so. They were giving her coal, um. I feel like this whole thing kind of turned on her at the end. They were giving her silver. Colloidal. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Yeah. Um. And they were actually spouting on their Facebook lives and their YouTube lives that this was the COVID-19 cure. And they actually got a warning from the FDA because they were spouting that. And they have that many people watching their streams and their lives. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I got nothing. It's very fr- <laughs> The whole thing is frustrating because you just want to scream. And I sat... <laughs> I sat there and I watched their lives, Susan. I did at least three of them and they're hours long. That's and they just they go through the comments and anyone that says something they don't like, they're immediately aggressive towards them. Of course, because they want to hush out the naysayers. And then they're just they're just spouting conspiracy theories and talking about the cabal and um like QAnon and it's just it's a fucking shit show anyway I was going somewhere with that (laughs) and then I got pissed off well there's it's there's just there's just a lot it's like they took every it's like they just like rolled up all of these other things together and then formed a cult around it they're trying to grasp at everything that is not, how do I want to word this? I can't think of a good way to word it. Like, the people who believe in QAnon, am I saying that right? I think I'm saying that right. The people. Matter, they're idiots. Yeah, they just want to grasp onto things and, like, bring that, those people to them. So, I don't think, I don't even know if they believed any of it, but. They were sleep deprived and high and drunk and those poor kids. Oh, my God. Hang on one second. Yeah. Child, if you don't get those claws out of my chair, Ozzy, you are not invisible. Ozzy. He literally, he like freezes like with the paws on the arm of the chair when I said that. And then like peeks around the corner to see if I'm still looking. <laughs> you are rotten. <sighs> Sorry. That's okay. all I can hear is him clawing my furniture, which, I mean, the furniture, if you have a cat, you have clawed furniture, but mm-hmm. still, like, bro, I'm right here. Can you not? <laughs> so when I watched a few of their lives, they were talking about, like, <clears throat> How the cabal made the giant rats in New York City and how everyone was triggered all the time and they were living in fear, which is such a thing to say for people who are scared of everything. I mean, you make the existence of rats into some sort of conspiracy against you and then you accuse other people of living in fear. Mm. Like, no, that's just, they just, they're just living the good life, man. Like, that's true. Okay, so Alex Witten was 32. He up and left his life and moved to be with this cult or, you know, like-minded people. 
So he got there the first day and they introduced him on live and his mom, it was either his mom or his wife. I think it was just his mom. Uh, they watched the live because they knew where he was going. But, I mean, he's a grown man. They can't stop him. He's 32. Right. So she's watching Helpless, and she said that he just – he looked high. He looked like they had drugged him because I guess he was not um, – didn't do any drugs. So it looks like they had drugged him. And then they left him in the desert to die because he questioned them. And luckily, a, a person found him, and he's alive now. But what the fuck? What the fuck? Well, okay, but... So, he... Sorry. <laughs> I just got stuck. So, he left his... He just, like, left his whole life to go be with this cult. But then, like immediately started asking questions like he didn't know he had questions before he got there well, we don't, I don't think we know if he was asking questions or if the group just felt his he his vibe was off we don't really know but he was only there for a few days and then he was not showing up on the lives anymore and his mom I cannot fucking remember if it was his mom or his girlfriend or wife because this is not saying questioned questioned it and told authorities and um, they put out a missing persons thing. And then he was found in the desert, luckily alive. This whole thing is very confusing. Well, it's, it's never going to make sense because they're, they're fucked up. Like they're fucked up. Um, Okay. So this is, so this whole thing though, this kind of challenges my previous stance that no one really joins a cult. Like, that cults kind of, people don't typically, I guess is where I'm going to have to start saying, people don't typically, like, set out to join a cult. Yeah. But in this case... Well, then how do they get into it? Well, I mean, a lot of times cults sort of evolve. Like, it starts out as one thing, and the people who are in it, I mean, it's like a frog in boiling water, right? If you throw a frog into boiling water, the frog's going to jump right back out. Mm-hmm. But if you put a frog in a pot of tepid water and then raise it to boiling, the frog doesn't realize that the water is boiling until it's too late. Well, that's the thing. These people... But in this case, like, they know. Not really. I mean, they should. They should know. But there's some kind of miscommunication between what they're hearing and them automatically thinking, oh, this is a cult because these people are on Facebook Live and they're normal people. They just all live together. They don't call themselves a cult. They are, they are, not seriously. They are woke individuals, if I can say that. They're trying to lead people to the fifth dimension. They're trying to help people. And people who are grasping at straws, um, you know, they're terrified of how life is right now. And of course they're going to go out there and they're going to think they're with like-minded people. And then the sleep deprivation, the abuse, and then they feel like they can't leave. But that's happening really, really quickly in this case. Like, I mean, this guy, they decided to, like, he was there for a few days and then they abandoned him and put his life in danger. That's a really, really short yeah. Like, I mean, 
I mean, long had he been watching the lives? Like, we don't know that. Well, yeah, but I mean, that, and that's kind of the thing, too. I mean, he was kind of in, like, he was in enough to just, to just walk away from everything and show up there. Yeah. And that, ha- I mean, like, so when I say people don't typically join a cult, like, I think the a really good example of that is Jonestown. Yeah. Those people didn't start off a cult. Mm-hmm. They became a cult. And by the time the majority of them that actually did real well, I mean, we have to take the word of the ones that survived, but by the time they realized that they that it was a cult and it was a bad situation, mm-hmm. they had all moved to South America and were isolated and literally couldn't, like there was no way for them to get away because there was nowhere to go. Yeah. So, and that happened, I mean, there was that, there was a time period. And of course the reason that they moved to South America was that, you know, they were anyway, I'm, I don't want to go all the way into that, but I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of happened. It happened gradually like nobody showed up to the first meeting and was like was told hey by the way um at all the meetings we drink Kool-Aid excuse me flavor aid and it might be poisoned so that we'll all die it might not be but it might be because i feel like if you if you just jump into that at like the first meeting people are going to be like oh i think i'm going to take off <laughs> i don't think that's yeah. what i was here for but so once just, they're kind of in, ingrained in, or like once they're like deep into it, that's when things like that usually start coming up. But in this case, it sounds like it's happening, or it was happening. I don't know what's happening now that she's dead. Yeah, it sounds like it was happening really quickly, which is well, she'd been doing this. And she was 44, and she started having her awakening at 30. So she's been recruiting people for a long time, and some of them have been with her a long time, so they are older, but the newer people coming in are a little bit younger. I just read that Alex actually was married, and he left his wife and children to go live with these people on the commune, but I also just read that he was a conspiracy theorist, and he was kind of going off the deep end. And see, that's what concerns me, is, and that's where I say, like, when people are like, oh, what different, oh, who cares? Yeah. Let people believe what they believe. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's fine. But yeah, there are a lot of people who've lost family members to specifically to the QAnon propaganda and mm-hmm. ultimately cults that have formed around that propaganda. And this is, I yeah. think, probably just a good example of one of those. Yeah. Um, he won't come out and talk about it. I'm so dumb, I just put ice in my mouth. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. I wouldn't talk about it if I were him either. (laughs) It's almost like people who have left. I did see one interview with a girl who had left, and she wanted to talk about it. But a lot of these other people don't want to talk about it. And I'm kind of wondering if they still want to be a part of it, but they were shunned by the group. I don't know. Or... Once they're out of it, they realize how dumb it sounds and they just don't want to sound dumb. Mm-hmm. True. They don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to seem weak, mm-hmm. which I totally get. Um, Let me see if there was anything else. There's really like not much to this except for the crazy stories that she tells. And um, 
I will say she says she's completed over 100,000 of those energy surgeries. And on every live they have, they have a prayer. And the prayer is, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. That's their prayer. LOL. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to say I think it's horrible that Amy had to die that way when she had asked for help but also you know what? that's fucking karma yeah i was just about to say that like yeah. like i want to feel bad for her but on the other hand like you know what you created this situation yeah so you earned every bit of whatever the last part of your life was like yeah oh i also forgot to add that she was reincarnated as pocahontas Harriet Tubman, Amelia Earhart, and then Father God was reincarnated as JFK and Abraham Lincoln. Just that was on the website. She couldn't tell us what happened to her when she was Amelia Earhart. Right? I mean, damn, lady. (laughs) One of my like favorite mysteries. I know. Yeah, so that's um I mean now I'm just retroactively annoyed with her because it's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You were there. You could tell us what happened. I loss of life is never good, but I think in Amy's and the love has won cult situation, having her, I don't know, not having her there could go 50, 50. Like they dwindle out because mother God is dead and they kind of don't have any power anymore or someone else steps up. So we'll see. But yes, like I said, they're called the 5D Full Disclosure now on Facebook and YouTube. So um, you can go watch their, don't watch too many lives because I feel like that's how they get people. (laughs) I feel like I will be annoyed in exactly two minutes. Yeah. It was really a lot of like repetitive and they're on live. So they're just sitting there. You're just sitting there watching them like do prayer sessions and talk shit about people in the comments and it's just really weird and two two of the young girls are the ones that do it and one of them has the two-year-old and she stuck up for amy on dr phil saying that her son like deserved what amy did which is terrible but this kid is gonna have a story when he gets older (laughs) well yeah i mean hopefully honestly hopefully now that she's dead, his mother will get out of that situation. And maybe he will never remember it. I think from watching the lives, she is going to try and step into the position. She's going to try and be the next Amy because she is in it, girl. Interesting. So, yeah, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to have to revisit this. Um, it's like a continuing thing. And I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to talk about it too often. I want to let a little bit build up. But I think, like I said, it could go 50-50. Either way. Yeah, that's that's wild. I, okay. I still need to know if the Christmas lights were turned on. Maybe one day we'll find out. I would love to know this information. I wonder if you contacted the law enforcement. If they <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. if It's an ongoing case, so I don't think they could give out any information. I just need to know if the Christmas lights were on. <laughs> I'm obsessing about it, and I host a podcast, and I need to know. Not not a bad idea. Um, 
So, tell us about. Do we have anything we need to talk about in between these stories? I kind of wanted to talk about the fact that I just saw TikTok. You know, I live on TikTok. TikTok is my life. I think I think the, a lot of us do. Like, it's just a great way to pass time. So supposedly, Demi Lovato is having a spiritual awakening, but I want to talk about it. Let me just Google. I can't. I don't know if it's a podcast. I have to say, when people say spiritual awakening, I'm like, I I just don't even know. Like, does that mean even the same thing to everybody? Right. I don't think it does. I'm not. I don't. So I don't know. The TikTok a girl was showing Demi Lovato and her short haircut, and oh, I guess I can't their short haircut because she just came out as they them. Um, and then another woman. Yeah, she, so Demi Lovato came out as they, them. She's non-binary, which is fine. I can respect that. But she's... What am I trying to get at? The person stitched this girl talking about Demi Lovato having a spiritual awakening. And she was like, I know people that were addicts at the same time Demi Lovato was an addict. And she, they went to the same like rehab clinics and she's not, and I think this woman was like a medium or like some kind of psychic or something. She's not a pure soul. She wants attention and she's going to grasp on to what is happening at the time, which I can see. I've, I don't want to say I've never liked Demi Lovato because whatever, she's Demi Lovato. She came from Disney. She's a good singer. She's, she's cool. But I could see that because all of a sudden, this is happening and she's it's just it's really fishy so I kind of wanted to talk about that and I kind of want to hear people's opinions on that I I will just say that I have almost no opinion about Demi Lovato at all I didn't before I saw this and then I was like holy shit because I'm seeing her all over the news some man in I don't know what I think it was Buffalo lost his job because he like spoke out about how Demi Lovato came out as they, them. It's just everywhere right now. And I could see that potentially being the case. Like she just wants to be, she wants to be accepted by somebody. Huh? I think she just wants to be relevant. They just want to be relevant. I mean, I don't care. Look, yeah. the whole non-binary thing, I don't fully understand. And that's fine. I don't really feel like I need to fully understand it mm-hmm. because it's not my life. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm obviously like, whatever. I mean, gender neutral pronouns are not an issue that's that's fine yeah but But to claim the spiritual awakening I think though that anytime something starts being I don't want to say a trend because for some people it's not a trend at all I get what you mean though I think people turn like when something first starts to get attention Mm -hmm. I think that it's a it's an open door for attention seekers to turn it into a trend. 100%. I think there are people out there who are, who have certain gifts that other people will not. And they can, I completely believe in this whole like spiritual awakening. I think it's amazing. I think Demi Lovato and people like that will try and profit off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a medium. I'm a psychic. I'm in touch with aliens. Like, you've seen it on TikTok. Oh, yeah. 
so it's going to happen no matter what. And I think that because Demi Lovato's in the spotlight, she's just going to get a lot of attention about it. But anyway, also, June 1st, the FBI is going to be like, yo, aliens exist. Or the CIA is going to be like, yo, Are they going to say exist. aliens exist or are they going to say UFOs are real? They're going to say UFOs are real. <laughs> I mean, UFOs are real. The thing is, like, anytime somebody's like, are UFOs real? I'm like, is it possible to see something in the sky that's flying and not be able to identify it? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what that means. <laughs> but so they're going to come out. And I think what it broke, the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever with them was this clip of the Navy pilots seeing mm-hmm. the egg shaped, like go into the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think that people were like, yeah, you can't fucking deny that. I don't it know. A UFO that is also a USO. Yeah. Right. Unidentified submersible object. Ooh. So interesting. That's going to be interesting. Um, that is going to be, what's going to be interesting is the number of people that choose to freak out about it. And it's like, I hope that nobody freaks out about it. I think a lot of religious people are really going to freak out about it. I'm kind of just ready for it. I mean, look, we know that I don't fully understand religions. Like, they're fascinating to me, but I don't get it. But I don't really know. I don't really understand, like, why that would be threatening to religious people. When I have ice in my mouth. (laughs) How do you have non-Sonic ice, though? What? How do you have non-Sonic ice when you went to Sonic? I have ice. It's Sonic ice. Can you see it? But it's so tiny and, like, okay. It sounded like... the best ice. It is the best ice. I am the same boat as you. I don't know much about religion other than what I learned in confirmation class. And I dropped out of that. I mean, I read about loads of different religions. I just don't understand it from, like, an internal... Yeah. I think, in my personal opinion, I think a lot of Christians or any religion, really, I think they're going to have a hard time with it because God is their creator. And the presence of aliens could possibly mean there's presence of another creator and that's stretching it. I guess I see what you're saying. I I guess to me, if I, if I, if I try to put myself in their position and believe that, you know, there's this one deity and it created everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it wouldn't be easy to be like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess God created that too. It's the timelines. (laughs) That's the timelines don't make any damn sense at all. Like, I know. Look, if you're a religious person and you need timelines to match up, you are is you're fucked. Is so, what? but they they think that dinosaurs didn't exist because the world wasn't created when there is an entire there is an entire like um I don't even know what to call it. Hang on, let me see what they call it. There is a museum here that is like a religious dinosaurs don't exist. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. It's called, oh, no, I'm not going to advertise for them. Hang on. I just want to see what they, what they claim. It's a creationism museum. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just, I'm just going to read. This is, this is a review on TripAdvisor for this place. 
Okay. This museum gives you something else to think about when you combine the Bible with science and dinosaurs. LOL. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I can't. I just, that, that yeah. shit just goes all over me and I can't even. Well, we don't even have to talk about it. So that's, those are the two things I wanted to put out there and kind of like talk about. Is there anything you want to talk about or can we get so, to the Michigan mystery? Before we get to the Michigan Triangle, I just want to say that it was recently um, came to my attention that there are people who have actually even like already created campaign merch for um, the previous president's next campaign for the 2024 election. I saw a 2024 bumper, bumper sticker the other day. Okay, but there's a whole line of merch that claims that his running mate is going to be JFK Jr. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm logging off. What is life? I was just like, wait, really, really? No. Yeah. Really. So they have gone from, let's just be clear. They have gone from being really concerned that there were dead Democrats voting in elections to attempting to run a dead Democrat as the Republican VP. So what the fuck y'all? <laughs> Jesus. It's like every Joseph. Have a chance to like dial down the crazy instead they just double down the crazy and i don't know but apparently there's like flags and t-shirts and everything let me put out there right now and susan i don't know if you're on the same page so you can say if you're not or not if you're not or not (laughs) (laughs) i hate donald trump oh i that's why i didn't even use his name i know you agree with me on that I, I don't yeah. love Joe Biden, but Joe Biden, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just don't have strong feelings about Joe Biden. I yeah. think, um, I mean, the deal is, is that it wouldn't have mattered who ran against Trump. Yeah. I mean, short, maybe of like, like a reanimated zombie Hitler, I might have just like voted independent or something. Yeah. Um, but that's that's really like it would have had to have been that ridiculous because because this man now wants to run with a dead Democrat. Will he be alive in twenty twenty four? Let's ask God, the real I questions. Let's ask the real questions. I mean, look, fingers crossed. Have you seen his we're just going off on a tangent here. We need to roll this in. But I want to say, have you seen his office that he's doing spe- no. speeches out of? Look, the moment, the moment he wasn't president anymore, I was like, yeah. I never have to hear this man's voice again. I haven't heard much about him, which is amazing. And I haven't watched any of it. But I saw a picture. And Susan, he has it. <laughs> Fucking idiot. He has he a presidential has it, playhouse, doesn't he? He has it set up like the motherfucking Oval Office, and he has a tiny gold Trump statue behind him. <laughs> tiny hands, tiny penis, and all. <laughs> I saw. 
saw that and I said, there's no fucking way that's real. Okay, is it the one wearing the American flag swim trunks or is it a different gold statue? No, it's like an official, like, in his suit as the president gold statue and it's miniature. I just, look, with all of the, every ounce of my southern ancestors behind this, I just want to say, bless his little heart. Mm-hmm. And if you're from the south, you know what that means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bless his heart. Bless his little heart. I don't even know. I, I Let's don't. talk about Michigan. Yeah. Because, look, comparatively, this is way less crazy. <laughs> okay, so, like, the little recap that that I'm going to do, because we, we stumbled upon the Michigan Triangle while I was researching about Stephen Kubacki's case from a couple episodes ago. And, I, like I said, the rabbit holes are a little mind-boggling. So... The first thing that I stumbled on in relationship to this, if y'all remember, I mentioned it. It was an article from the student newspaper at Hope College where Stephen Kubacki had been a student. Um, and it was from last year, last October specifically, and it mentions another student going missing. So... When we did that episode, I said, I really, like, this just kind of came up, like, in the last part of my research. I don't really know that it has anything to do with anything, but I'm just throwing it out there. Well, okay, so I don't know what to think about this. I I have looked at this over and over thinking, okay, maybe somewhere it actually says that it's satire or something. I don't think it's real. I couldn't find any other references to this person in relationship, like the name that they, that they give in relationship to Hope College or anyone being missing. Um, I did find a database that lists all the missing people in Michigan and this person's name is not on it. So Hmm. at, at first I was like, okay, maybe he was found. But you would think that there would have been something somewhere like some other reference to this to this student going missing. Yeah. And I can't find anything else. So and and the article is kind of strange. And parts of it come across like maybe it's a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. But parts of it don't. So I'm very I don't know if this is real or not real. Yeah. Which is kind of fucking with my head just in general. I mean, you should always be able to find, like, if it's not real, if it's satire or fiction even, mm-hmm. you should be able to find something that indicates that, like, where it's published. And there's just nothing that says that. Yeah. So it also includes... <laughs> It includes some information that I think is completely not real. And I'm going to read part of it, mostly because it's hysterical. So again, this was October 16th of 2020 is when this 
article in their news, their student newspaper is called The Anchor. Mm-hmm. That's when this was published. And this says, days passed and a body hadn't floated to the lakeshore. This is when other theories began to emerge. Some ordinary and others extraordinary. Guys, you don't understand, said senior and self-possessed frozen enthusiast. Quote, he legit pulled an Elsa and found the magic glacier. He's at the middle of Lake Michigan singing show yourself as we speak. (laughs) As absurd as this student is, he may not be completely insane. There may be something in the middle of this beloved great lake. And then it goes on to say, for a different perspective, the anchor talked to I'm going to butcher this dude's name. <laughs> we all know who he is. You know the crazy-haired guy from the History Channel that yes. said that's aliens? The anchor talked to Giorgio A. Ciccolos? I, I can't say it either. I don't know if that's right. And this is what this goes on to say that he said. <laughs> the answer, of course, is simple. He smiled. It was aliens. He's the head of the Department of Ufology and Speculative Science. Though this department isn't recognized by the college, this hasn't sought, stopped Sakalas from taking over a room in the Shop Science Center and shouting at students who passed by. <laughs> <laughs> While that feels really on brand to me, Brand. <laughs> I can't find anything that connects him to this university. Like, I don't think that he has anything to do with Hope College in Holland, Michigan. (laughs) It just seems really weird. It's just so strange that they threw him into the mix of this, and I can't fully grasp what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. So, but this is where they first bring up, this, this is the first place that I saw something that starts mentioning the Michigan Triangle. So they mentioned that there have been accounts of airplane disappearances, shipwrecks, um, as well as UFO sightings in this area. And the, so the points of the triangle are, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which, if you've watched Making a Murderer, that's where um, the girl that Stephen Avery was accused of murdering disappeared from. So everybody just remember that, for because I don't know. I'm not saying that has anything to do with this, but I was like, wait a minute. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so the points are... Manitowoc, Wisconsin, Ludington, Michigan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And Benton Harbor, Michigan. Okay. Um, and I will send you a link or, or, or I'll send you the picture that shows like a map of where those things are. Okay. So in this article, they go on to talk about um, the fact that there were two archaeology professors, not from Hall, not from Hope College. Um, one of them, I believe, is University of Michigan, and one is from Northwestern. Mm-hmm. 
Mark Holly and Brian Abbott, who conducted so a sonar search within Lake Michigan, they were actually looking for shipwrecks, but they ended up finding a rock formation that they are, they kind of, they, they're calling Michigan, Lake Michigan Stonehenge. To be totally clear, these rocks are not that size. They're not, we're not talking monolithic, okay. um, but because they're, they're in a kind of in a geometric pattern, um, that's where the, the comparison is. So that's 100% accurate. Those two people actually are professors, and they did actually do this research, and they did actually discover this potential um, man-made rock formation at the bottom of Lake Michigan. Yeah. They're in the process of doing that research. They have actually, I mean, there's a, there's a reasonably short video from Discovery UK that um, we'll link but potentially they also found carvings on these stones and one of them they're vague i mean when i say they're vague so they took um camera equipment the i think they call it they don't call it photography but it's basically the technology that allows them to um create 3d maps okay of things so they actually took that down to the bottom of the lake and were able to 3d map it and then looking you can see when they show the footage the indentation on the rock and it does look i mean it kind of looks like a carving but it's underwater so it's really hard to tell mm -hmm. if it's carved or if it's just if we're just seeing cloud shapes basically yeah. um but one of the researchers kind of drew out like digitally of course once they had the 3d map drew out where they see the indentions mm -hmm. and it looks like a mastodon what which kind of does check out because they think that these stones would have been put there about five thousand years ago yeah um roughly of course and there was a time far enough back that there's evidence that there would not have been any water in Lake Michigan at that part of Lake Michigan um, somewhere between five and 10,000 years ago. Holy shit. They also showed that there is a similar formation in Lake Huron. And you can see kind of linear, like a line of stone leading to the circle. And I did, so, I don't know that I really think that this is anything Michigan Triangle-y. It's just interesting. Mm -hmm. I did hear a historian talking about the fact that what it looks like is um, a method that hunters actually still use. Um, people who are still hunting in very primitive ways. Well, and actually not necessarily just primitive, but it was a method of hunting that they would use lines of stones to alter herd animals' migration patterns. 
because mm-hmm. there's something about them that they will not cross over a straight line. And they talked about how if you look at some of the pipelines, like the really long gas pipe or um, oil pipelines, they zigzag a bunch. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is to avoid interrupting migration patterns of herd animals. Holy shit. I did not know so that. The circle would there this person's theory was that this was that that's what this was was a prehistoric um hunting ground and the circle is actually used as a blind so mm-hmm. maybe they were using it to hunt mastodons and that's why there was a mastodon carved on it yeah um it's interesting it is uh let's see if i can I'm going to send you these links later so I don't have to try to do it while we're talking about this. Okay. But it is really interesting. Um, The little, the video that I watched, there's more than one, but there is a short one that's from Discovery UK that kind of just gives a quick synopsis of it. So, like I said, I'm really not sure that that has anything to do with the Michigan Triangle. Like, I don't know that that has anything to do with shipwrecks and people disappearing and airplanes disappearing or you but it's interesting that it's in the same place so there are a bunch of really interesting stories so i'm just going to kind of run through a quick fairly quick list of some disappearances okay um in may of 1891 there were seven sailors who were aboard a ship called the Thomas Hume. They, it was a lumber, lumber mill ship. They were actually traveling alongside another one of the lumber company ships called the Ralph Simmons. They, when they set off one of the sailors, there were some concerning clouds. One of the, the Ralph Simmons crew decides to turn back and go back to Chicago, which is where they were going from to wait for calmer waters. But the Thomas Hume decides to go ahead. They're going to go ahead and go. Mm -hmm. The Thomas Hume never arrives at its destination. No, no, no evidence initially for the set from the seven sailors, nothing. They offered a reward. They sent out search parties no wreckage was ever found. No reward is ever claimed. Nothing. Hmm. Um, ultimately, that ship was found at the bottom of the lake in 2006. Pretty much intact. Whoa. Like, the, the only thing wrong with it is that it's at the bottom of the lake. Um, 21 years later, in 1912... Uh, the same ship, the Rouse Simmons, is on the lake transporting Christmas trees, which is just kind of cute. <laughs> Adorbs. Um, so this is a crew of 16, plus there were some additional people on board who were lumberjacks. Um, set off with their load of Christmas trees, and the ship never arrives at its destination. It was spotted sailing in clear conditions, but flying a distress flag. A lifeboat was sent towards it 
to provide aid, but when the lifeboat gets to where it was seen, there was nothing there. Still no wreckage. And a year later, Christmas trees start washing up on the shore. And a fisherman catches the captain's wallet. What? That ship was ultimately found. I don't know exactly when. Um, they say that the Thomas Hume was found in 2006. I'm not sure if it was found at the same time. But the Ralph Simmons was ultimately found sunken in 165 feet of water with no indication of what caused it to sink. Um, oh, my gosh. And both of those did take place um, within that triangle. There's a whole long list of shipwrecks, which I want to, I do want to say, um, there's some indication that because Lake Michigan is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about that with Stephen Kubacki. Like, I feel like I, like, I, I want to see it honestly. Cause I just feel like you can't really appreciate it until you've actually seen it. How yeah. big it is. Um, there are some indications that rogue waves exist in Lake Michigan. Okay. So that could be what's causing shipwrecks. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I can it's see it's that. strange to find ships just completely intact at the bottom of the year. I mean, obviously that's strange. And it's very strange to me what would cause the Christmas trees to start washing up a year later. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's just kind of wild to me. And are they, like, still intact? Yeah. Like they look like like as far as from the reports that I'm re- that I read, they're saying that they are basically like like they still look like ships. Like there's nothing that indicates what would have caused them to sink. So another one in 1921 called the Roosevelt um, was a supply transport ship, but in this case the wreck didn't disappear. Instead, it was found floating upside down. With no trace of any of the passengers. There was evidence on the hull that makes it look like there was a collision, but no other vessel was found, and there's no other vessel that reports an accident. So, could that be a rogue wave? I don't know anything about waves, especially rogue out wa- to sea. So, rogue waves are basically like, um, I think they're caused by. Somebody's going to hear this and know way better than me and be like, you sound like an idiot. I think that they're caused by like um, sudden changes in not necessarily weather. The weather can, can like it can be like a sudden storm that causes it. Mm-hmm. But it, I think it also can be caused by a sudden change of pressure. Okay. And they're like dramatically larger than what you would normally see in whatever area they're in. I don't like know. I just feel waves. like this is something Chris would know. It probably is something Chris <laughs> would know. <laughs> I just, it's such a random It's just fact. random, it's like random science information that Chris would probably know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, but they can be huge, like 40 feet huge. Wow. So, and I don't know if they necessarily get that big in Lake Michigan. And I think... I think I remember reading something a long time ago about people claiming to have seen rogue waves on Lake Michigan and were they were kind of just like, no, that it wasn't really that big. You didn't see what you saw, yada, yada, yada. 
Um, but I believe that they have evidence that rogue waves do happen. So maybe. Yeah. Are any of these shipwrecks like recent? Am I recent? So, I mean, in the last like 80 years. Um, I don't. Most of the ones. Because ships have changed so much, right? Yeah. Most of them are older. But this is even more interesting. This one, the ship didn't disappear. But the captain disappeared. From the ship. From behind his locked cabin door. So, um, the ca- unfortunately for him, the captain's name was George Donner, which was also the guy's name from the Donner Party. I can't hear you. I turned my mute on. (laughs) I can see you laughing, but I could not hear you. (laughs) I was trying to chew ice. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Um, So so he gets his crew through a dangerous part of the water, goes to his cabin to rest, Um, shuts the door. A few hours later, the ship is nearing the destination, and the crew members go to wake him up. They knock on the door. They don't get an answer. The door is locked from the inside. They eventually break down the door and find the cabin empty. The entire ship is searched. There's no sign of the captain. There's no explanation. And his disappearance remains unsolved. Could he? You probably don't even know this. I wonder if he could have gotten out through a window in his cabin. Probably not. I'm going to say no, because I feel like just because they talk about it, I feel like if there had been a window that probably would, or another way out, that probably yeah. would have been the immediate, like, okay, he, yeah. who knows, he fell, he was sleepwalking, who knows. But since that's not mentioned, my guess, my my bet is that there's no other way out of his cabin. And I think, 19, this was 1937. Okay. My guess would be the cabin's quarters would have been below deck, so no. Yeah. So when you hear stories like this of like people just vanishing into thin air and like weird I don't know weird shit like this do you just automatically assume aliens or is that just me so I have always since I was a little kid fascinated with the Bermuda Triangle Mm -hmm. I have always imagined like this just completely different dimension where all of these people exist together yeah like in my head like they just get like zapped to a different which is kind of what people, I mean, that's kind of what Stephen Kubaki indicates. Yeah. Kind of surreptitiously happened to him. I think that that is a thing. I can't fucking prove I, it. I mean, the number of times that it seems to happen. I mean, yeah. it's, I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like a lot of other things. I feel like you almost have to go further to explain it away than you do to just go, okay, well, maybe that's what happened. A lot of missing people, and I know a lot of people that are missing commit suicide or just fall sure. into oceans and whatever. But, I mean, is it so far-fetched to think that a percentage of missing people is just them finding their way into another dimension and not being able to come back or not wanting Again, to come back? For me, it feels like I have to go further to explain why that's not possible than to accept that it is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I'm just real stoned. So 
<laughs> Stoned thoughts. So then in 1950, Northwest Airlines Flight 2501 from New York to Seattle, carrying 58 passengers. Um, over, while they were over the Lake Michigan Triangle, the captain radios in to request permission to descend to 2,500 feet due to a severe electrical storm and high winds. His permission is denied, which is a little fishy for me because um seems like maybe he would like maybe you would let the captain do what he wants because maybe he knows what he's doing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um then the radar goes dark. No word from the captain, no sign of the plane, the flight disappears. They go searching for it, Lake Michigan's dragged for wreckage, no wreckage found. Um, in the days following, human remains start washing up on the coast, which is horrifying. Yeah. Um, but the plane itself, um, the wreckage has still not been found, even though they search for it regularly. What the fuck? I don't understand how that is possible. I, d- I mean, again, you know, I-, I know Lake Michigan is huge. Yeah. But there's got to be a bottom to it. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess when you're searching for, like, if you don't know where to look, yeah, finding something that's in the water like that would be really difficult. They should have had their last coordinates, though, right? And they do. Like, they know where they were. So that's yeah. why it's really odd that they haven't I guess it could, anything at all. I don't know if large things like that can move underwater or if they just immediately sink down. I mean, they would have to move some, but I mean, like not that much. Not, I mean, they know where the, they know, they knew exactly where to find the wreckage of the Titanic. True. So, um, so the last, because I do not want to get out of this Michigan triangle thing without talking about UFOs. Mm-hmm. March 8th of 1994. Calls start flooding 911 to report strange sightings in the sky. I was a ripe old age of three. <laughs> Jesus, age my mother of God. <laughs> you just say that shit to make me feel old. I know that. I do it. not because <laughs> you are not old. Right, but I was 14. <laughs> so we can be so sisters. You feel old. So okay, so the reports are coming in from. All, like, families, police officers, a meteorologist actually calls in a report. Hundreds of people witnessed what a lot of them insist are UFOs, which here's, again, here's my thing. Can you identify it? Is it flying? Then it's a UFO. Yeah. Whether there's an alien flying the UFO is a completely different question. Right. So what they all basically describe is... So one person said, saw four lights in the sky that she said looked like full moons over the line of trees and that they were moving around in um, a really unusual way. She says she watched them for half an hour and one would like one of them would move off and she could still see where it went, that it would go towards the highway and then it came back and resumed the position it had before. Yeah. And then um, another one just, went from being there to disappearing. And then all of a sudden they just all went away. Mm -hmm. 
another person said she saw six lights um, that were, that from her perspective were across, looked like they were ab just above the barn across the street. She says they were red and white and they were moving. There are a whole bunch of similar accounts, including, like I said, a police officer and a meteorologist from the National Weather Service office nearby. Mm -hmm. The meteorologist recorded unknown echoes on his radar at the same time the lights were being reported by the police officer. Mm. Um, the weather service says, quote, my guy looked at the radar and observed three echoes as the officer was describing the movement. The movement of the objects was rather erratic. The echoes were there about 15 minutes drifting slowly south-southwest, kind of headed towards the Chicago side of the south end of Lake Michigan. Aliens. It's aliens. I believe, I can't back this up, just like anything okay. I say. I believe that certain areas in the country, or really just in the fucking world, although I never really hear of UFO sightings in other countries. I'm sure they're there. In the U.S. and we're ridiculously self-centered. True. We just so don't true. hear news from the rest of the world unless we go looking for it. This is so true. And they know everything about us. Um, I see hot spots where there's activity and it makes me wonder if there's some kind of like portal like over Skinwalker Ranch. Although I know a lot of people think that Skinwalker Ranch is like Skinwalkers, but there's a lot of UFO activity over Skinwalker Ranch um, over in the Nevada area. Mm-hmm where you're talking about um, Bermuda Triangle, maybe. Although after like a lot of stuff I've seen about the Bermuda Triangle, I wonder if it's, um, gosh, what did they say it was? Like fun funnels? Is that what I'm trying to get to? Water spouts. Water, water spouts. spouts are basically like tornadoes over yeah. water. So I don't know. I don't fucking know. I... <sighs> I don't, I mean, so we know for a fact that we have electromagnetic fields. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of think that maybe that's what caused, like, I mean, there's all sorts of things that, mm -hmm. like, magnetism and electricity can cause visual manifestations like yeah. have you ever seen a lightning ball oh my god yeah I've never seen one in real like in person mm. not in real videos life of them and I mean that's completely explainable mm -hmm. but I mean imagine mm -hmm. seeing that not knowing what the explanation for it is those black circles in the sky oh I just recently saw that and then read the explanation was like mm -hmm. oh my crap because honestly if I saw that I would be like what the Fuck. Another thing I don't it's really aliens. understand. <laughs> but. Oh my god, it's so cold. <laughs> Another thing I don't really understand, but probably has a um, reason behind it, is when the earth makes noise. Oh my god, yes. Like, you know, there's videos of people hearing like trumpet sounds but it sounds like it's coming from the earth yeah. or like the sky like what the fuck is that who knows but again i mean 
you know, a powerful enough magnet can also cause noise, right? I don't know. <laughs> You're asking me like I would fucking I know think that. Like that's something I know, like I've heard, like I've seen something about it, but right this moment I don't know. Let me text where, Rich. So I can't. What was the question? Can large magnets cause sound? Hell no. He's in the other room. I'm about to say something that's going to, somebody's going to be like, you're, again, once again, this episode, somebody's going to be like, you're an idiot. Don't the northern lights make noise? Uh, that I'm Googling. <laughs> Google it. I feel like I've heard this, but now, uh, now I'm questioning it. Oh, okay. Well, look, I'm not that I am. By far not the first person to <laughs> the northern lights make noises that can be heard on the ground. But like what do they sound like? Okay, so it's staticky. So I'm gonna say Google and instead of us trying to find a play to play it so that you can I don't know when you edit you may hear it on the audio, but um it kind of sounds like a crack or a clap, almost like thunder. No. Like, you know, during a thunderstorm, like, it's not, like, it's that sound that just sounds like a, like a, I call it a lightning crack. I don't know if it's really the. I don't know how weather works. (laughs) I don't know. That right there is the basis for religion. (laughs) Like. Sometimes when I think too much when I'm high, I scare myself because now I'm thinking about where does the sound of thunder and lightning happen and how can I hear it? And nobody. Okay, this there are answers for. You can Google those. <laughs> There's absolutely I know, but it's just this crisis I'm having right now at this moment. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you had a little bit of a crisis when I said the Northern Lights make noise. <laughs> I did. And then now I asked Rich that question and he's not answering me, even though I know he's sitting there playing video games. Well, right. He's playing video games. He's ignoring me. <sighs> Come on. So I, don't know. I, mean, so I think the correlation, though, particularly in Lake Michigan, like the fact that they found this rock formation under the water and it's a place that has all of these other things happening, plus UFO sightings. Yeah. That's just interesting that all of those things are happening in the same place. A hundred percent. I kind of want to drain it. I know you can't because it's like an ocean, basically. I mean, yeah. I think we're going in the other direction. I think water is going to rise, not fall. You're right. You're right. Do you want to close it? close it up I mean so I think that I mean I'm not sure there's really much conclusion to the Michigan triangle other than the fact that I mean it's a thing that exists nobody really know I mean yeah I like the explanation for the rock formation I think that's interesting mm-hmm. but at the same time you put it in a place where all these other things happen and people disappear and I mean you know the fact that people do think there's a time portal mm-hmm. and that, you know, there's at least one case of somebody just disappearing and then reappearing 
hundreds of miles away several months later. And like I said, you know, his whole area of expertise really seems to indicate that he thinks Mm -hmm. that there's that time portals exist or at least that some kind of portals exist. I emailed that author. Did I tell you that? No, but that's awesome. Did he? I'm assuming he didn't answer. He, he did not answer. <laughs> he did not answer. But um, cool. maybe one day the book will come out and we'll know. I just checked again today. I checked again today to see if there was any update anywhere, and I don't see anything. So I don't know. Some of these things at this point, I'm just like, part of me feels like I'm being gaslit. Like, yeah. Especially that article from last year. That I can't tell if it's meant to be a joke or serious. And you Googled the the author of the article? Um, okay, I didn't Google the, the author of the article because it's written by a columnist, columnist yeah. at their paper. Um, but I Googled all the names that they reference. Like, they give the, the supposed missing person's name and the roommate's name. And neither one of those names comes up anywhere in correlation with Holland, Michigan, Hope College, um, missing person. I kind of want to, with the podcast email, message that guy, the author, and ask questions. Somebody did ask, um, Uh like within, if you go to the actual article at the bottom, you can actually leave comments. Mm -hmm. And there's one person that says, that's asking like, was this this year? I can't find anything about it. And nobody ever answered. Yeah. That's fishy. So, I mean, part of me feels like, I mean, it's a student paper. So part of me feels like maybe it's an inside joke. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I hate to say that. Like when you're talking about a missing person, if it's real, that's why I'm, that's why I didn't say the person's name just in case that's, they're a real missing person. But I can't find anything that indicates that that's, like I said, I searched that name even on their database of missing people and it's not there. So maybe they showed back up. So there's just nothing or I don't know. I don't know. know. Well, that is usual. Interesting. And hopefully we hear some more about it. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I'm really hoping that that book, about Stephen Kubacki is a real thing and that it actually does get released. Thank you so much for the continued support. Please find and follow us um, at Wild and Woke Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash wild and woke podcast. If you're looking for bonus content, early episode releases, and free merch, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wild and woke podcast. If you have any weird, creepy, or wow, I can't believe this happened moments, please reach out because we want to share them. Our email is wildandwokepodcast at gmail.com. And remember, all stories start somewhere. Be wild, stay woke, and question everything.